Welcome to Hello from Bhutan. I am Namgyesam. Today on my podcast, I have Doji Wong Chuk, who is currently a PhD candidate in communication studies and the director at the Contentment Foundation, an international NGO working in the field of well-being and education. He previously worked for BBS, the Royal Office of Media and Centennial Radio. Today, we talk about social media in the times of COVID-19, so conspiracy theories, fake news, misinformation, what we've been doing on social media, what Doji Wanchu has been doing on social media, and how we can stay sane in this period. So, Sir Doji, I actually really like following your posts on Facebook, and you are dearly missed when you take your sabbatical. I'm glad to see you back (laughs) online. And it's been interesting to follow your posts, uh, particularly about how you dislike friends who share fake news, conspiracy theories, etc., etc. What annoys you the most about this, Lassa? Oh, I think um, for me, the most annoying uh, thing is not so much those uh, fake cures and all the vaccines and uh, all the medicines uh, that are being uh, that are uh, that are coming out yes. uh, what what uh, concerns me and annoys annoys me the most is uh, those xenophobic uh, posts or or statements made by world leaders even if they are fact i mean if, if that's a fact Mm-hmm. Uh, those things really annoy me because this is the time when the whole world has to come together. So uh, I don't like my friends sharing a post about this or that country th- throwing the virus at, virus at each other, or you know, or, and and uh, you know, accusing one country of of of, of uh, producing the, the virus or or trying to you know, I mean, all all those conspiracy theories uh, that are um, all over the social media. Because of your background in media and being a researcher as well in media, uh, I don't think a lot of Putinese, in fact, even journalists, my own friends don't seem to be able to distinguish between what is a conspiracy theory and what is news. So if you had to advise somebody, how would you give the advice and say, this is a conspiracy theory? Oh, well, basically, uh, as soon as you see um, any, um, any groups or uh, countries or states, um, trying to bring out uh, some uh, some accusations now you have to hold yourself back and ask few questions this really something like is this uh, is this something that really has happened or is the uh, is, is isn't there something strange about the timing uh, or uh, you know you have to consider all those other uh, larger context uh, uh, surrounding uh, surrounding uh, the case so, like for example, for example, um, uh, when when this uh, coronavirus uh, appeared uh, for the first time or, or or came in the news, I was quite uh, apprehensive because the timing of the the incident was uh, horribly wrong. Uh, there were a few uh, unpleasant things happening in the U.S. Um, there was the trade war going on, and so uh, I just looked at uh, the, the 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 whole thing. From that geopolitical uh, angle, mm-hmm. um, and it helps because then you don't go straight away into uh, making uh, conclusions and you know and then and then you know sharing things as if they are they are facts or like as if that is the only factual thing you know mm-hmm. you know, you know in, uh, the world uh, in the globalized world it can be anything 
and it can be anyone. You cannot say that this group or this person or that country is bad or good. You know, mm-hmm. uh, we really don't know exactly. Uh, these are very high politics. These are very high game that uh, we, uh, as uh, I mean, uh, we small uh, people should not be playing, uh, be, uh, being drawn uh, to that or be part of. Then let's let's bring ourselves down to the national level, to the Putinese Putinese level. We see a lot of fake news that's created by Putinese people, shared by Putinese people, and it sends everybody into yes. panic mode. What do you have to say about Putinese doing this and Putinese sharing this? I well, uh, if there is one word, I think uh, I can I can say to describe that it is totally irresponsible. To be doing that, and I have absolutely no idea why people do that. I don't know whether that's uh, to seek attention or to disrupt uh, uh, what's going on, or whether uh, they are bored and they have nothing to do. Um, but on the other hand, again, like this is the social media; it's accessible from anywhere on the planet. So again, I don't want to say that these are Bhutanese people doing bad things. You know, uh, it can be any anybody from anywhere else. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, mind you, we we, don't, we have uh, people who hate us as a country, as people. Okay, so uh, we should be also mindful that uh, that we are not the darling of the world. <laughs> so, uh, so, so it can be from anywhere. So let's not again say that it's the Putin's guys uh, doing that and you know all, all those stuff. We should not draw uh, uh, such conclusions. Uh, I think uh, in this um, era of social media. If there is one advice I can give to anyone is you have to take everything with an open mind as much as you have to take everything with certain apprehension uh, with that uh, uh, with the so-called pinch of you know uh, salt. I think a lot of people are finding it very tough to um, stay on the middle path because we live in a time I think where people are like, are you on this side or are you on that side? Like if you say, oh, I'm right oh, in yeah. between. <laughs> Oh, yes, I know. Uh, I know. Like, you know, unfortunately, yes, uh, the world has become very divisive. And perhaps uh, um, I was uh, right now, I was just reading a beautiful article written by someone I know uh, from the US. And uh, and he's just uh, just describing how uh, many things that uh, people have been, many good things that people have been talking about have not been implemented, but suddenly within this short you know, uh, period of two to three months, uh, the whole thing has been fast forwarded. So he's giving us uh, examples of many projects. Like for example, uh, if we look at uh, Bhutan, uh, Bhutan's case, I think the e-learning thing is excellent. Uh, although uh, uh, the quality needs to be improved, but still it's an excellent way of, of uh, you know, of expanding the concept of education, something that I always believed in. Right. Um, a lot of public services going online is a beautiful uh, is a beautiful concept. You know, it saves us a lot of time and, and energy. I think the petrol price going down, excellent. You know, so so there are there are a lot of uh, things, uh, nice things also that that's coming out of this uh, very tragic uh, period. That's true. I think if you choose to look at the positive, for instance, I think uh, many Putinese have become cleaner over the last couple of weeks. We've really become, I think, yeah. more hygienic than we've ever been in our lives. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I know. I, 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 I want. I, I nearly posted uh, that uh, you know in 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 uh, you know the, this coronavirus scare. 
air has will actually save us from a lot of other diseases. Right. You know? uh, for, for example, diarrhea mm-hmm. that kills you know that kills more children in any part of the world than any other diseases, and it's all to do with the personal hygiene. You know, there are a lot of uh, positive things happening, uh, and but I don't want to uh, you know, post uh, that publicly. Because again, it might be seen as uh, you know downplaying what's going on and 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 the severity of the case uh, that we that we are currently following. Uh, but uh, you know, I've, I've been actually uh, uh, called on several international uh, conferences mm-hmm. and forums, um, which I'm doing online. Mm-hmm. And uh, and what I what I shared uh, recently uh, was that you know countries. Uh, uh, for example, have spent so much on uh, stockpiling their their weapons. If one percent of the money spent on weapons had been spent on public health or on vaccines, we wouldn't be in this situation right now. You know that uh, they tried to um, they tried to develop uh, a, a universal flu vaccine after the SARS, but it was later shelved because of lack of fund. So, which is uh, which was very sad. Um, if we had continued, the world won't, won't be shut down right now. Uh, but unfortunately, it was, it was, and the funding was not even that big as compared to what we spend on wars and, and uh, arsenals and and all all the other stuff that are completely. Um, you know, proving to be useless right now, you know. I've seen some posts on social media um, showing the contrast between how much footballers earn and how much researchers are paid, um, especially um, in the study of epidemics. And this was a long time coming. A lot of um, researchers have already pointed out saying, we were expecting an epidemic, a pandemic all along. And now that we're here, we seem to be so unprepared for it. But I think it's been a time where a lot of reprioritizing has happened. Like you were saying that, you know, this research for uh, a vaccine, a universal flu vaccine after SARS was shelved. But now yes. I think we, everything is being done in a really, um, I think, uh, three times faster than we would normally do things. But also when you're talking yes. about how you didn't want to share the positive piece that you were talking about with me so as to avoid downplaying the severity of the situation. But you've mm-hmm. also shared posts to your social media talking about how people should take the camera with them should photograph everything positive and then to post it online. And then there's these other places that say, oh, nothing, everything does not have to be a show. You know, you can do things in silence. So tell us a little bit more about that stand of yours. Oh, that was uh, basically, um, you know, uh, some posts that I I read uh, or I've seen um, in recent time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, the, the, when when you're doing charity, you leave your camera behind. You know, mm-hmm. um, and 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 I I didn't really um, take uh, take any notice of that. And of course, uh, uh, I do a lot of uh, social works. I do a lot of charity works. I just maybe post twenty uh, percent of what I actually do. Right. Um, right. Not because I don't want to. I don't want the world to know. But I don't want the world to know that I am uh, helping in that area because then then you know um people might uh, come up to me and keep asking m- uh, money from me or, or help from me and I, I won't be able to really fulfill all those re- requests right. Right. so i just uh, post only a few things that i do socially uh, for for uh, and, and in terms of charity but then um coming uh, to this particular uh, moment i thought it was very important for uh, for the, 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 the world to come together. I thought it was very important for the, the, the country to come together 
and and uh, as uh, uh, money and resources and time and energy are being uh, poured into the common good, I thought it was very important for uh, everyone to know that this was happening. Like um, I went over, for example, to make some offerings uh, uh, to HMQ2 Fund. And then I was quite surprised there were like already three, five people waiting in front of me there, you know, and and, and these were not getting out much uh, in, in, in the media. And I thought um, it's very important right now as uh, we are going through very depressing times mm-hmm. when everybody is under shock, under fear, and you know, in a panic mode. It's very important that we get some dose of uh, positive news, mm-hmm. some dose of, of positivity. Also, uh, we, let's not forget that there are a lot of people who are facing, uh, you, know, you know, extreme challenges at the front line. Mm-hmm. And if uh, and if we don't show that solidarity, if they don't see the national solidarity happening. Uh, they will get burned out soon, you know. So I thought it was very important right now that you you take your cameras, or you post uh, anything uh, that positive that's happening, big and small, you know. Even you know an act of handing out uh, a, a, a face mask to a, a traffic policeman or to a to a to a taxi driver. Mm-hmm. All this big and small need to be highlighted, mm-hmm. you know. Unfortunately, the yeah the social media is is uh, driving us nuts with all the death tolls and with all the negativity. So I think uh, we need some good stories. Mm-hmm. We need some heartwarming stories to reassure ourselves as that there is a humanity around, mm-hmm. there is there are good people around, and, you know, and we will survive. Because only when we work as a team, when, and we, only when we work as groups, uh, we will survive as a race. A great message there, by the way, and I completely support that as well. You are actually a very social person, <laughs> so, and and you've returned back to the capital, and you are you tell me that you're in self isolation, uh, self imposed quarantine. What other measures are you taking to ensure that you remain safe at this time, and how are you protecting your loved ones and yourself? <laughs> uh, uh, well, actually, um, my self quarantine is uh, is basically because I'm I'm uh, very behind my uh, work. Mm-hmm. my research works mm-hmm. so I, I'm doing a lot of writing so so I'm self-quarantined in that manner I'm going out of, of course uh, I, I just went out to buy some stuff uh, at the FCB go down and I do that mm-hmm. it's just that I'm, I, I'm just catching up uh, on my own work mm-hmm. uh, here mm-hmm. because what I what I did right after uh, the first case was uh, detected my thoughts uh, of course was to protect my family mm-hmm. uh, first of all but uh, secondly, uh, I was a little scared about getting into the whole uh, the bandwagon of panic buying and you know uh, the social media overload of information and misinformation. It was going to drive me crazy, and I'm not someone who just sit quiet when things are happening. Mm-hmm. So what I did was uh, I thought, oh, maybe I should go just go to uh, back to that community where I, you know, I've been working for the last. Uh, uh, 10 12 years mm-hmm. uh, the, uh, there are still the work going on and i thought it was a perfect opportunity for, for me to be with myself should i get on the bandwagon uh, and join the, the howling crowd or should i just withdraw and do something purposeful or meaningful and so i i, I went to Adaruka and i what i did was i resumed my works uh, with two temples there and uh, and i was supposed to return after a few days after delivering the materials and showing them. Mm-hmm. But the people there were 
very scared. So they needed my presence there as an assurance. I so I stayed on there. And, and then so we, uh, you know, so when the whole world was in a panic mode, we were actually building uh, the temples and, you know, having a nice time there. Away uh, from the panic. A lot of productivity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I thought, uh, I thought, you know, I cannot serve the whole world or the country. But at least I said, let me uh, be of some service to this community here in this valley. So many positive posts. So that's what I did. That. It's great. Yeah. So just, just some practical advice now. How much time do you spend on social media? What do you look at? What do you not look at? Because like you were saying, it's an onslaught of information and misinformation. So how do you use social media these days? I check the updates uh, once every hour mm-hmm. for 10 minutes mm-hmm. or 5 to 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. That, that's all. Uh, then I try to, uh, depending on what's going on and what is being discussed, if there is too much negativity uh, flying around, I just uh, bring out something positive mm-hmm. to give uh, to give a positive uh, uh, feeling, to give a feeling of reassurance, uh, to just uh, tell my readers that you know everything will be okay. You know we have a doctor uh, who is a prime minister. Mm-hmm. We have an uh, our king at the forefront. So uh, just to reassure the population that uh, everything will be fine, you know, because uh, mind you, uh, when someone is stressed out for an extended period, they may get uh, into PTSD, the post-traumatic uh, stress disorder. Right, right. And uh, and uh, not everyone is so informed. Not everyone is so strong. We are all different. And I know there are a lot of people who are actually uh, almost going into depression because of, uh, of this of this virus scare and not everyone has the access or the ability to assess the situation uh, and then get a get a broader view you know or you know to see the patterns and the trends uh, so 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 it's very important that uh, some social media influencers uh, do not really overplay or, 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 you know, uh, add to the panic that's already there. So my, uh, my um, position or my, uh, yeah, um, uh, is to actually, you know, uh, reassure the population and the readers. That's what, what I do. But uh, other than that, um, I, we have people working for us. So uh, we told them, me and my wife, that mm. uh, even if, if the shop has to close down, they will get paid. Mm. So, so they, they will not be, and no one is going to lose their job, you know. Mm. So, so this kind of things uh, we 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 do almost on, on almost on a daily basis. Well, that's wonderful. Uh, and I want to take a moment to do a shameless plug for your cafe. The cafe Sir Doji is talking about is Luna Cafe. They hire out of school youth. Um, they work with a lot of young people, and you just shared this wonderful piece of news where you're saying that you're not going to lay them off even if business shuts down. So it's really wonderful to hear that, sir. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, and yeah, we uh, we have uh, uh, bought uh, sanitizers and face masks for everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just looking. Um, I'm just looking uh, for uh, some crocs that mm-hmm. they can wear at work for some extra precautions. Right. And of course, in terms of uh, in terms of really washing hands and and that stuff, you know. My wife is Japanese, so she had she had already trained them right from the beginning, <laughs> so right before the coronavirus. Yes. <laughs> they had to mandatorily wash their hands and then and then clean the workplace every day you right. know, for one hour. If anybody wants to order things or to get uh, good bakes, then you know where to go. She's already really popular. Amyuki, we all get our cakes from her. 
But I think Luna Cafe is one of the safest places hearing what Sadoji has to say and having seen it for myself, it's really one of the safest places to um, get things from at this point as well. Who would have thought we'd be talking to each other in a pandemic um, affecting us and talking about safety and protecting our families, right, sir? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a crazy situation that uh, we are in. Um, but uh, what I would like to tell my readers and, and, and listeners uh, is, you know, to stay calm, you know, that's, uh, that's the, that's the uh, best thing uh, at this moment. And again, the one thing that I want to share uh, is don't say, don't panic. You know, <laughs> that is a wrong, that is a wrong message. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, because what happened, uh, what's happening is when somebody is acting out of fear, mm-hmm. because fear comes out of panic, right? I mean, right. panic comes out of fear. When someone is uh, acting out of fear, it is the reptilian brain uh, that is working, the survival instinct brain. Fight or flight, uh, yes. The limbic, yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas to panic or not to panic, uh, it's a logical thinking. And that is another side of the brain. So you cannot say don't panic when someone is acting out, out, out of fear. <laughs> because what you're doing is saying is you are trying to tell someone to be reasonable when his reasonable, uh, uh, you know, enabled brain is shut off right, already. Right. So I think um, explaining why you should not panic is more uh, important than just saying don't panic. Uh, that that is a that's a wrong uh, message. Listing out reasons why you should not panic and uh, why you should be yes. calm is better than yes, just saying yes. don't panic. Yes, yes, yes. Great so message. like for example, the health, health minister giving us uh, a, a stats and data and diagrams of how how they trace the contacts, that was much more reassuring than the message, don't panic. You know? right. uh, <laughs> the government has been incredibly transparent uh, with the media. What do you think? Oh, absolutely. You know, um, I was asked this question um, by Forbes magazine. And uh, what I what I uh, said was uh, in a pandemic, in, a, in, a, in an epidemic or in a crisis situation, uh, one of the things that governments should not do is to hide information or to or to be perceived as hiding information. Because if the government is seen to be not transparent, then if they lose the faith in the government or in the in people, then I think uh, our government has done extremely well in this. And I think it was a blessing to have uh, a medical doctor as, as our prime minister. Thank you so much for giving me your time. Please stay safe. Okay. And we'll be in touch socially, <laughs> physically distanced. Okay, yes. <laughs> Do call the COVID-19 toll-free hotline 2121 for any queries related to COVID-19. Stay safe, wash your hands as often as possible, physically distance as much as possible, work from home if you can so the others who can't remain safe. To fight fake news, to understand fake news, follow the Journalist Association of Bhutan on Facebook as well as the Bhutan Media Foundation Facebook page. We're working together to fight fake news in this time. Also be wary of conspiracy theories. Stay safe.